All right, we are recording. Today I have on Sam Kwok, who with his brother Daniel has started their own real estate training company where they teach other real estate entrepreneurs how to get funding, set up a pipeline of clients and homes, and close deals. So Sam, thank you for coming on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I do want to make sure we clarify one thing before we move forward. Uh, and Ian's doing a great job so far. So we actually didn't uh, create our own real estate investing training company. We actually work with uh, another company that uh, has created uh, a phenomenal program. So I guess you know, in a way that uh, we personally endorse this, mm. uh, this company uh, and we're students of that company as well. But uh, yeah, just, just want to make that, uh, that fact clear that we did not create our own uh, real estate investing training company. Okay. So this is a franchise or what would you call this? Yeah, so this is a, um, I, I would say, you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a transparent answer. So my brother and I were basically an affiliate. We're an independent affiliate of this company that provides training for, uh, for real estate investing, whether it's fix and flipping houses, uh, buying apartment buildings to rent, um, commercial real estate. So uh, we learned real estate from this particular company and we love it so much. We fell in love. Uh, we have an uh, independent affiliate agreement with this company to basically share, um, you know, I, I guess to distribute the, the their services. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm guessing you can't name this company. Well, I, I could, <laughs> um, just want to make sure that if, if you guys want to, um, you know, we, we try to, we try to make it yeah. intentional as far as the, I guess the introduction of, yeah, the, definitely. The, definitely. Yeah. The, the experience. Yeah. 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 Customer experience is very important. Mm -hmm. Well, that's okay. Cause I'm here to interview you about your online presence. So yeah. we'll stick to that. Cool. Uh, so I was really blown away by you and your brother's uh, channel because mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a cool channel. You have a lot of great practical tips mm -hmm. for real estate entrepreneurs, but then, you know, you have some really quality uh, editing and it's just enjoyable to watch. So yeah. What, what made you guys decide to put so much work into your channel if your main business is real estate? Yeah. So a lot of it is, um, you know, my fundamental belief of what wealth is. And, and let me just break that down for you guys, for those listening. Uh, you know, a lot of times we, when we, when we talk about wealth, you know, we imagine private jet, nice car, right? You know, a boat, a yacht, right? All, you know, a fancy house and all that. But uh, when I really truly came down to understanding what wealth really means, uh, wealth to me is basically being able to share what you have with other people without feeling the, the own limitation of that sharing. So by me giving away, um, for example, charity or donating my time away, uh, my core essence and the, the philosophy that I believe in is that by giving things away, in return, I'm going to have, I'm going to attract more of those things. So if I'm donating money away, uh, you know, whether you believe in universe or, you know, I personally believe in God, uh, you know, God's going to reward you with more of the resource that you, you gave it away. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. I believe in this, I guess, universal economy where what you give comes back around. Um, so one of the things that we like, we like to do is share a little bit of knowledge that we've learned along the way. Uh, and of course, uh, again, I, I prefer to be transparent. It is one of the ways that we look for uh, new trainees and students for mm -hmm. uh, the roast investment education service that um, that I 
that we work with. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, all that kind of plays together. Um, so that's one of the main reasons why we started, and uh, we didn't we didn't have any intentions of having so many subscribers or um, having quote unquote followers. It was just really so that we can provide as much value as possible to the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that's an awesome, awesome philosophy on life. Definitely works for yeah. business, you know, reciprocity. So one thing I'm kind of interested about though is, you know, a lot of online entrepreneurs start companies to create their own products and market them themselves. Mm -hmm. I actually see less people who are working in a partnership relationship <laughs> or as affiliates like you and your brother are for another company that are, that are creating their own online presence. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? <laughs> is there a reason? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a lot of it is, um, you know, it's, it's fundamentally a fact that, you know, again, I'm going to go back to self-awareness, um, just introducing self-awareness. Um, you know, here we have an individual that figured out how to create one of the best real estate investment education service around the country. And, and yeah. um, to me, that is, that's just my opinion. So I have a talent, my brother and I have a talent in marketing and sales. And I think mm -hmm. it's a, that's, I would have to say that's 75% of what real estate is, yeah. uh, you know, t in order to get into a, what I would say is a good real estate deal. It requires tremendous amount of sales and marketing ability to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So we have that skill set. Um, basically what my brother and I decided was, Hey, instead of trying to create our own, uh, so to speak, real estate investing training, we want to work with someone, uh, the company that's already doing it really, really well. Um, and I, I believe to be one of the, uh, the best quality, uh, real estate investment education service out there. So wealthy people, and this is something that one of my good mentors taught me is that wealthy people mm -hmm. don't compete. We collaborate. We find ways to work together that, so that we all win, uh, and that we all move forward together. Um, you know, are there merits to competing? Yes. But I think it, it would be, it would be more wise to say that instead of trying to create enemies, let's create, you know, let's create allies so that we can all make money together. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like, I guess that is part of why you guys wanted to open up some of your information and give, give some of your, your advice out there. Yeah. So we obviously, um, contractually, you know, we're not allowed to give out everything. Uh, yes. so we give, I guess, tidbit enough just so that we can stir some intrigue. Um, to at least create some curiosity amongst people. Uh, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, it, it's like this, right? Um, you know, we, Daniel and I, uh, my brother and I, owe, you know, I'd say 99.9% .9 of our success to this, uh, education company and to suggest a different path for other people. I think that's a little bit of, um, you know, hypocrisy, right? Uh, it, it's like, Hey, you, you know, you've gone through success. You became successful this way. If you know, why suggest something different? And, uh, for us, we don't regret taking this path. In fact, I think this is a phenomenal path to take. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because there's financial compensation at the end of, of me saying such things, yeah. but, um, had we done it different way, I, I don't know if we're going to, if we were to get quite the same results, uh, and this isn't, this isn't to brag and I, I hope this doesn't come out that way, but, uh, my brother and I, we currently have 76 units to rentals. Uh, we're about to close 60 more within the next two weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. we have a closing day for both. And, uh, in the last four years we were, we were able to raise seven figures of, uh, private capital to fund 
our real estate deals. So, uh, you know, I don't know if we could have done it the same way had we gone to a different path. I mean, could there be an alternative that could be superior? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I'm just working with what we got as, as far as the resources that were present to us. So if, we're, if we were to suggest a different path from that, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, in, Integrity-wise, I don't think it's going to be healthy for neither myself and for that person seeking a path to get into real estate investing. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. So that sounds like that's been quite a journey for you and your brother. Yeah. So did you, did you guys always know that you wanted to do something entrepreneurial or was this something that kind of built up over time? Yeah. So, you know, to be honest, uh, I, I haven't gotten to, and this might sound stupid and silly at the same time. Uh, I didn't even know, and I was not even aware of the word, the, the vocabulary of entrepreneurship until when I was 19. So nobody okay. in my life uh, told me that I can go in and start my own business. Uh, nobody, nobody in my life told me that I, that I didn't have to go get a job. In fact, I can go create jobs and opportunities for other people. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until 19 where I had an epiphany, whether I call it a divine intervention or just something that I, I you know, all of a sudden, boom, it was there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just had this uh, desire to go off on my own, uh, not necessarily real estate. In fact, I, my, my first business was uh, professional nightclub entertainment. We did DJing. Uh, we, we provided events nice. like that. Yeah. Until, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, I had, I had to grow myself out of it. Not that there's nothing wrong with the industry. It's just yeah. my goals weren't quite aligned with the industry. Yeah. So, uh, nobody ta- told me that I can go rent properties out to people and collect passive income. So, but I, I but I did have, you know, kind of looking back and I don't know if this is just confirmation bias, but looking mm-hmm. back, uh, I do see moments in my life where I, I had entrepreneurial traits and characteristics uh, demonstrated and expressed entrepreneurial abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it's sort of like, um, um, man, it's, it's like, it felt like being Tarzan and trying to act like the apes, right? Uh, and yeah. but I didn't know that I had this inherited uh, ability. Maybe it's a gene thing. Maybe it's a- So like when you started, you didn't feel qualified to be like on your own, you're saying? Uh, when I was in high school, no. Uh, okay. But when I got to college, I started my own business, and uh, that's when I felt like, hey, I'm, I'm going to do this. Uh, I, I feel the calling for this. I feel the desire for this. So that's when I went off my own, started my own business, and the rest is history. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And this, this okay. I'm just trying to get a timeline. So this first business yeah. was the nightclub entertainment stuff. Yeah. So we, we had our own DJ company. Uh, I had three other DJs working with me. Uh, sort of like a, as a partnership. So if we had five events one night and we also did weddings and birthday parties and all that. So if we had, let's say three bookings on a weekend, we would split uh, going in different directions. And so it was almost like a hybrid agency, so to speak. So, so you, you, you were working like both sides of the market though. You were booking the events and then you were, yep. you were hyping the event and getting customers to buy the tickets. Right. Okay. So you, it seems like you kind of set out on this, like, I'm going to yeah. be selling stuff path. Right. Life. No, I, I think sales is everywhere, right? It doesn't mm. matter if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, uh, employee, you know, sales is everywhere. Um, if you are, if you manage managed yourself to get a girlfriend or a wife or husband, uh, mm. you effectively are a salesperson. Uh, yeah. if, if you went out and got a job, then you are a salesperson. So no matter what you do, if there's, 
any any you know involvement of persuasion and influence sales is going to be there no matter what and and a lot yeah. of people tell me well i'm not good at sales or uh you know sales is my isn't my thing well then i ask him do you plan on getting married because that involves the sales skills uh you have, yeah. to, you have to sell on the idea that you are the person that 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 person should have for the rest of your rest of their life that's yeah. a big that's a big commitment so <laughs> um yeah so yeah i think sales sales is everywhere and um mm. you know my brother and i well, you know, we, we won't we won't say we're the best at it, but we're we're learning. We're always improving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because seeing how you started with the the event sales, it sounds like you just need yeah. a vehicle to to sell your products. You're a salesman, mm-hmm. man. That's awesome. Right. Uh, that is a skill. Yeah, and and people don't realize it's ever, like when people. I think the biggest time people don't realize is when they start a job hunt. People say, you know, hey, I'm not getting any hits. And they just don't treat it like a sales process. Yeah, it's it, it's very interesting, um, and I, this is something that I say all the time. I, mm. it, it's kind of going into the real estate context. It's actually a lot more easier to find a foreclosed property than a job. So I chose to become a real estate investor <laughs> for that reason. Uh, way easier to find a foreclosed property and then and to fix it and flip and then to find a six-figure job. So, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's like a, that's like a quotable. You could put that on a billboard yeah. for all the people like scratching their head. Like, why can't I find a job? Like you just make your yeah. own opportunity. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So on your site, I'm surprised to hear you say that the majority of work you do is with a partnership or affiliation through a company mm-hmm. because I actually assumed you had your own products on your site. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys offer a lot of different services, a lot of information. Are there any plans to to offer your own training products, or is that kind of out of the cards for you right now? Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm in love with this company that I that I'm an affiliate for. Uh, you know, this mm-hmm. company offered both opportunities in real estate education, and also, uh, you know, with the affiliate side, I mean, we're doing pretty well. Um, I won't quote how much, but uh, yeah. I, I'm just all I'm going to say is we're doing pretty well. Um, so. And, and this this is actually not a bad model for a lot of a lot of folks out there, and it goes back to our, our ability and our talents. But for those for those out there, and I'm pretty sure if you if you guys are entrepreneurs, you guys will know this person. Ty Lopez is a great example. Uh, mm-hmm. The only product that Ty, Ty offers or that he himself created is that 67 steps. Now I, I'm not bashing on Ty or you know anything like that. I think he's a great personal uh, brand promoter. Uh, I think he's got a great model for himself, but a lot of his products that he sells are uh, piggyback of other people's knowledge and ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. And he wraps his name around those services and products and sells it in such way. Uh, give you an example, his real estate program, uh, that's actually, he kind of sort of white labeled it, right? Mm-hmm. So he took a guy named Cody, I believe, uh, and had him become an instructor and Ty was basically using his personal brand to promote that product. Um, and of course, you know, Ty has a stake in it, uh, in making financial um, monetary compensation. So I, I see myself in the same way, uh, building a personal brand and pushing the agenda of this real estate investment education company uh, and pushing other agenda, um, you know, using our personal brand. Uh, and of course, you know, nothing has to conflict with my contractual agreement with the uh, education, real estate education service company. So uh, that's part of part of my business model is 
um, not having a product of my own, but still making money off of other people's service. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, totally, totally. That personal yeah. brand too is great because, you know, that's definitely transferable to mm-hmm. other industries, other affiliates. Yeah. So, right. I think, I think that's a great plan. Um, for people who are maybe fans of you and your brother or just wondering, you know, these guys working for this training company, managing their own real estate properties, like how are they actually making money? Like, is it just <laughs> the money off your rentals yeah. and your affiliate commissions when you get people hooked up with this opportunity or is it, are there other stuff? What do you got? Can I ask about that? Yeah. So, um, yeah. mainly, yeah, I, I, I'm very transparent, right? Um, mm-hmm. you know, the last thing I want to do is hide behind a facade of things, right? Um, you know, at the end of you the day, I want to say up front too, yeah. like, with these training companies, I think they do receive too much hate because you know, on the one side oh, yeah, they people do. will say, people will Absolutely. say, Oh, college, what a waste. But then, yeah. you know, dropping a few grand for a training company, people will be like, Oh, that's a scam. You know, there, so, I, 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 it's, it's the same idea of, you know, are there bad doctors and good doctors? Yes. Yeah. Right. There, are there doctors that uh, make, you know, false diagnostics of different things. Absolutely. And it happens every day. And I'm not here to say I'm a medical uh, doctor or an expert, but I'm, I'm assuming, uh, you know, there are different levels of skill sets that are out there. So you, you kind of have to apply that also with uh, the education field, right? Mm-hmm. Are there good educators and bad educators? Yes. One of the reasons why Harvard charges more money than, you know, uh, a local community college here in my town. So, I think there, there, there is, I mean, rightfully so, uh, there are hate and dislike or disdain for real estate investment education. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, unfortunately, some of the bad companies, and not, I won't name any, any companies, but a lot mm-hmm. of the bad companies get, gets to be heard more. Um, they have a louder voice. So that's one of the reasons why I think there's a bit of a bad taste in people's mouth about real estate investment education. Uh, but what I found to be the, the company that I'm an affiliate for, uh, you know, the, the integrity and the people that, that stand behind it, uh, it's just off the chart. I've, I've never seen that kind of, um, you know, for the lack of a better term, warmth, warmth from the people, uh, mm-hmm. trust and amount of care that people have. And one of the things that they like to say, uh, and I hope this, this doesn't end up being an infomercial. I, this, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping this, yeah, I'm it's hoping okay. this will be a valuable thing. And I'm, I, Ian, rest assured, I, I won't, I will not advertise further. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's just the, you know, one of the things that we like to say is p- people here in the community, the, the real estate investment education service, uh, you will give up on them before they give up, give up on you. So yeah. it's, it's just one of that. It's like, like I said, it's, a, it's like a real estate church. Um, or I don't know if I said that already, but it's like a real estate church. Uh, and this, this education company offers a lifetime access to, some of their services. So uh, enough of that. Uh, I just want to make sure it's not a shameless plug. <laughs> it's all good. Click below. <laughs> yeah, right. No, uh, I hope that's not what this is going to turn into. But yeah, yeah. Uh, in all honesty, um, this is any education, right? I think this yeah. is any sort of, uh, if you want to get into uh, software development or if you want to get into uh, having an e-commerce business, right? If at any point someone's offering education uh, in any of those fields, uh, there will be people uh, there, there will be companies and organizations that offer genuinely uh, valuable, uh, you know, they actually help. Uh, they're out there for the customers and, and vice versa. On the flip side, there's going to be companies that are just, they just want to, you know, suck your head off and, and take all the money in the world from you and not offer much value or not enough in comparison to what some of the other guys are offering. So 
uh, I, I'd say to the people who are listening to this, do your due diligence, right? Um, exercise your, your ability to go out and research on mm-hmm. some of these companies and make the proper decision whether it's, whether some of these training companies, whether it's real estate or not, uh, they offer genuine value and that they're out there to help you, support you and get you going to uh, turning you into a success story. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome advice. I, I didn't think about that too, since you do have, you know, an insider's perspective on these companies. Yeah. Uh, you know, a big thing, I think it's really great that there's a lot of education that's accessible online, accessible via video calls like this and online classes. But on the other hand, there's lack of accreditation and it opens up the door to people like you're saying scammers. So having worked in an industry like that, you know, if there's people out there and they're looking at these, you know, Amazon FBA courses, affiliate marketing courses, they're getting ready to spend one, two, $10,000. What would you suggest to those people about how can they vet these organizations? Absolutely. So one of the big things is, um, you know, I'm a big fan of going, going back to uh, governmental agency, regulatory mm-hmm. bodies. Uh, mm-hmm. Check with the FTC, uh, Federal Trade Commission. Has there been any uh, complaints in the past uh, with the Federal Trade Commission? Uh, definitely look into BBB, although Federal Business Bureau is not a, um, not a public or, or um, a governmental body. Uh, they are mm-hmm. a, public, uh, a private-run company. Uh, but BBB do, does offer some level of credible information. Uh, just be careful with their accreditation stuff. Um, a lot of bad businesses have slipped through uh, mm-hmm. having an A-plus rating. Um, and uh, check with, yeah, so I would definitely check with the governmental body. See, if, you know, check to see if there's ever been a complaint. Uh, I know several, um, you know, unfortunately, multi-level type of stuff have had histories of complaints, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether through the Federal Trade Commission, um, through, so check with check with that, um, and it, and just because they had complaints in the past uh, doesn't mean that they are a bad company. I mm-hmm. would check to see what was the response to it, right? Uh, how did the company respond to that type of complaint? Uh, how was it addressed? Was there a legal review involved? I would also check with the financial uh, standing of the company. So h- how is the company doing as far as uh, their performance? Uh, what are their growth like? Uh, how, you know, has there been lots of kickback, uh, as far as, or, 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 um, I think there's a better word for, for that. Uh, I'm just not, I'm just not getting the word out there, but, uh, check with that, right? Check with governmental bodies. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because there's going to be lots of quote unquote reviews out there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. opinions, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, oftentimes, <laughs> you know, when you're in, in this kind of industry, <laughs> Unfortunately, the the easy way out to take out the competitor is to badmouth them, you know, and shove them down the trash, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which definitely does not fit with my philosophy and my my belief as far as mm-hmm. how, how to run a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would I would make sure uh, check with the governmental body, the regulatory bodies, because they have the last say as far as whether a company is legit or not, uh, or that they are protecting the consumer's right. Um, or the consumer's uh, stance on a given service or a product or a company. So uh, that's one of the, that's the first thing that I would see uh, with the company is have they been, uh, have they been in good standing with uh, the legislative uh, and the regulatory bodies uh, within state and also the nationwide level. So that's the first thing. First thing, I, the last thing I would look at is our opinion because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the opinions are murky. Uh, yeah. They could be the opinions of a competitor. Um, 
not necessarily the actual consumer who have purchased and, and um, have a transactional relationship with the company. So uh, that's, yeah. that's what I would do. Uh, get to the fact, uh, you know, opinions, yeah, th there might be some value there, but um, don't get swayed by it. Yeah, no, that makes, oh, I know a lot of the reviews now too are just affiliate, yeah. affiliate sales. So yep. it does make it, does make it tough. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you about your background a little, I know you said you did the events deals. Uh, I think it was, I guess your brother Daniel that mentioned he was in the army prior to starting. Oh, that was me. That was you. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> how did that play into this? You and your brother's professional backgrounds. Did you guys yeah. learn anything, you know, in your backgrounds that's helped, that's helped you as entrepreneurs or? Yeah, it absolutely did. Um, so I joined the army uh, right after the high school. I joined the reserve. So, um, you know, unfortunately I didn't have the, the privilege of being an active duty, um, mm. some of the, some of the, like some of the other people that I know, uh, come back from Iraq and Afghanistan. So while I was in the reserve, um, you know, I was able to attend college and mm -hmm. uh, sort of live a normal life, uh, in a way, uh, the only obligation I had was once a month, uh, a weekend a month kind of thing. And two weeks out of the summer. Um, so that definitely did help me understand, uh, how to take appropriate risk uh, mm -hmm. to different things um, taught me leadership uh, mm -hmm. because in the army, if, if you make a mistake, it can cost lives, right? It can cost the lives of your fellow yeah. soldiers, uh, cost the lives of an ally. So uh, help me definitely with the decision-making skills, uh, help me understand the bigger picture of things and uh, how, how my decisions, whether business or military will affect the people around me. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Sounds like an interesting experience. Let's see here. So you went from, so that was kind of during while you were in school right. and doing the event stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. All at the same time. Okay. Yep. So when you and your brother decided to get into this, mm -hmm. was there one of you two that was gung ho about doing the real estate training were you looking for opportunities and this looked like the best one? Like, can you talk about how it started? Yeah. So uh, I actually got uh, first introduced to the whole idea of real estate. Uh, you know, I actually had to drag, drag my brother down to check out the, uh, the training, uh, yeah. the company that uh, had their uh, local meeting here. And, uh, you know, for, for, at first he wasn't much, for it, uh, rather he was he was neither against it or for it. He was just kind of you know neutral about it. But uh, we got to a point where my my parents actually moved away from you know my parents lived here with us, uh, but they okay. moved away back to Korea, which is where I'm originally from, and okay. we were pretty much on our own, right? We you know whether it was we had to get a job or uh, you know build our business to where we can have uh, livable income. So real estate we looked at at back the, back at the time was. Uh, you know, we, we thought to ourselves, <coughs> excuse me, we thought to ourselves, you know, if, if we're going to create income and if we're going to go out there and work hard as we know we would, uh, why, mm. why don't we do it and apply that work ethic at something that's going to pay us back uh, in a way that's exponential, right? Uh, you know, instead of building uh, like a retail business where it involves constant monitoring and being there all the time, uh, mm. which again, wasn't our passion. Uh, we thought, hey, you know, rental property business sounds very interesting from the fact that, uh, you know, it doesn't require you, you being there physically in person every day, show up. Uh, it's one of those things where you may manage it maybe two, three hours uh, a week, 
but you know, as long as you have a, 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 a solid, competent property manager, pretty much things are on, on their own and income just kind of flies into your bank account. Now, I, I just don't want to make sure, I just want to make sure I'm not misleading anybody thinking that this is an easy thing. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's going to be challenges, right? There's going to be things that uh, are going to cause stress, right? Tenants being one, uh, maintenance being another one. Uh, so there's going to be issues, right? No matter what business you get into, but here's, here's what I believe. You're going to have problems regardless whether you're poor, rich, uh, middle-class, you're going to have problems either way, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the thing that you can do is pick your problems. So mm -hmm. I chose to pick my problem uh, that involves in paying well, uh, but have some appropriate level of quote unquote uh, challenges along the way. Yes. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. And I think anything you work yeah. at, it's going to be super hard work. <laughs> right. Yep. Def definitely. <laughs> so getting into this, um, Again, were there, were there any blogs, like books, mentors? How did you pick mm -hmm. this direction? How did you get to the yeah. point where you were dragging your brother to this? this yeah. So uh, I got involved, um, you know, like I mentioned, through the, through the education company. Um, mm -hmm. And I found myself someone that I could kind of mirror within the, the training company. And this person mm -hmm. also um, participated and enrolled as a student. So this is someone that I call, I would call a mentor, uh, someone that I could follow and pursue their ideas and philosophy. Um, and, you know, I have several different mentors, but I think this is, this one person, uh, you know, he's involved in my life as much as I am involved in his life. Mm -hmm. So I think mentorship definitely played a huge, huge role. Um, helped, helped me stay away from different types of pitfalls along the way, which by the way, uh, if you were an entrepreneur, if you were a small business owners, there will always be pitfalls that, uh, it's just inevitable, right? Um, yeah. you know, it, it, when you're trying to build something, there will all be, some, uh, there will be resistance that comes into play. So, um, having this mentor figure definitely helped me kind of navigate through my, uh, the unknown regions of my future, uh, and help, help me kind of get into, where I need to be and where I am now. So, uh, mm. so that mentor, I met him through the training course, the, the, the training company. And, um, yeah, and I've read probably few, few books that helped me out. I, I wouldn't say hundreds. I don't know if that's, if I, if I even read hundreds of books, um, I probably read a good, um, 50, 60 books that really helped me out with business mindset. Yeah. Definitely. Any top ones you like that come to mind you'd recommend? Yeah. Kind of so, got you started on this path. Yeah. So uh, the first thing, the first book that I picked up uh, that I can remember uh, is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. One of the highest. I mean, it's one of the more popular books out there on self development. Um, mm. I would I would definitely mention The One Thing by Gary Keller. Oh yeah, uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I would also men uh, mention. The, um, I was going to say the autobiography, the snowball effect by, uh, Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I can also mention, um, there's one that comes to mind, uh, compound effect by, uh, I forgot his name. His, his, I think it's Hardy. Darren, Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another book that I would mention is going to be pitch anything by Oren Clough. Uh, that oh, right there, so good. That's great. Yeah, yeah that, that right there has taught me how to pitch, uh, sell, persuade in, in such a powerful way. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, oh, uh, 
this is not not a book, but it's a training by um, the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Uh, straight line, straight line uh, sales system. Uh, took that training as well. Phenomenal training, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, which that I'm not an affiliate for, so I can say it all. And say we, it can, we can, we can say, yeah. <laughs> right. <Take it. laughs> um, so a couple more books. I, uh, the, 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 uh, the power habit by Chris, uh, Chris, du- Charles Duhigg. That's what it is. Not Chris, uh, Charles yeah. Duhigg. Um, yeah, there's several other books, uh, how to win, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Um, I, I do read a lot of biographies. So okay. that's, that's another, just to share, just to see what successful people have done so that I can reverse engineer what they've done and model it in my life. Yeah. So I probably read a few other dozens of books, um, that affected my subconscious and everyday behavior. I just can't name it all. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. sitting in my library. You don't have to, don't worry. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. This is this, I, I knew this wasn't a book report, so yeah. yeah. But that's good. No, so, yeah. so this, so it sounds like the mentor was a big thing and this was yeah. just a gentleman you knew through social circles in school or. Yeah, this, this gentleman, like I said, uh, I met, met him through the real estate investment training company that okay. I'm involved with. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I pretty much meet everybody. Uh, I met everybody in my life, both professional and personal. Uh, all my friends are from this real estate investment training um, education. So are my attorneys, my my uh, my accountants, my insurance guy. Uh, oh, wow! Yeah, everybody. So it, it's that's wild. Yeah, it's it's great because these are individuals that are plugged in with the training, so they know what I'm up to. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also buy real estate themselves, mm-hmm. so. When my attorney is advising me on certain real estate decisions, uh, it's it's coming from a position where he owns real estate himself too. So it's not someone mm-hmm. that, um, you know. Giving advice. This is someone that is giving advice because he himself went through the process of transaction and buying real estate and managing it. Yeah, they're not just speculating. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just have a couple more questions. Uh, yeah, the no, second to last one. Second to last one is so your channel and you you and your brother's site. Do you have a long term vision for that that brand? Yeah. So um, you know I can only see so far. Uh, you know I'm, I'm definitely more of a strategic planner of a short term kind of thing. But um, mm-hmm. as far as what I can see, uh, we are con- going to continue. Um, you know, promoting the, the real estate investment education uh, company that we were affiliates with. Uh, and we will uh, do our best to stay compliant with what they've set out as uh, a contractual limitations as far as what we can do. So we're not going to go and full, go gung-ho and share everything that we know, but we're going to share some tidbits along the way. Um, but I do imagine keeping it until, you know, keeping the YouTube channel around, uh, although I do have thoughts of downsizing our personal brand uh, as soon as we hit a million a year with our rental portfolio, uh, just mm-hmm. because we want to, uh, it's, it's an, it's an argument. Um, I would say uh, I, I see two sides. Do we want to go super public and be famous and all that? Or do we want to go, um, you know, stay hidden within the shadow and not have to worry about the public eye. So, mm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of, Siding with the public, uh, the private eye, the, the going private and going, you know, in the shadows, just yeah. because, you know, I mean, hate to say it, hate to be, hate to bring this out, but I mean, you look at this, you know, President Trump, he's getting sued left and right. Uh, yeah. Although he makes billions and millions of dollars, 
uh, you know, he's getting sued left and right. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's one of those things that do I want that for myself and my family? Uh, do yeah. I want to constantly be, uh, be under threat <laughs> of the public eye? Uh, yeah. You know, even though I'm, I, I may not have malicious intent to hurt anybody or uh, say anything that's crazy, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't want to have to keep constantly out. Um, no, unfortunately, in, in the world we live in, yeah, yeah, you're susceptible to lawsuits when yeah, you do have so, any kind of wealth. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, so that, that's, 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 that's something that I've been realizing recently, uh, lately. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do I, do I want to go public and uh, in, in the sense that do I want to ha- have this image or brand, you know, on YouTube and social media? Mm-hmm. Or do I just want to, you know, go in the shadow, make money and have, have no one know me, but enjoy the peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah, live, live your life. Yeah. Definitely. So, yep. I know there's a lot of pe- a lot of people in favor of that. A few people yeah. I've talked to that actually stopped YouTube. It was it was for that reason. So. Yeah, I might just start uh, dressing and look like I'm broke, uh, just for that reason. <laughs> I'm gonna just drive around with a Prius and uh, t-shirts and sh- yeah. t-shirts and shorts. A lot uh, of people do that. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to stay invisible. I don't know. Yeah, I I feel you. So my last uh, my last question is just: Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have? that you'd like to tell them? um you know what i i go by the i'm going by the flow uh honestly yeah, yeah. i i, I want to make it so that uh, whoever's listening to this can walk away with one or two things that could really shape their decision uh and growing their business um i will however say uh this is something that i do want to mention just so that i know people are going to be walking away with value um is is you got to be careful of being in the trap of working in your business instead of working on your business. And there's a very clear distinction uh, between those two things. Um, working in the business looks like, you know, you're, you're providing the service, you are showing up at your office, you know, working away, right? Uh, working on your business looks like having a system and, and team of people uh, running the day-to-day, not so much of you doing it by yourself. And I, and I see this all the time in the retail and service industry, um, especially my favorite dry cleaning store in my town. Uh, I see the owner, uh, it, despite the fact that she's of age, you know, she's a little bit on the older side, right? Um, you know, she's watching this. I love you. Thanks for cleaning my uh, clothes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but she works for her own business, right? She's there yeah. 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Clean, yeah. you know, doing the dry cleaning work. And um, she could easily hire a manager mm-hmm. and train the manager. Uh, and of course, you may have to manage the manager, but um, she can take some of the time that she's putting into her business and do something, right? Go travel, spend time with her family, um, you know, create that lifestyle, right? To go out there and, or create a second business and expand and, and mm-hmm. so forth. So that's, that's one thing that I'm seeing a lot of new uh, slash mid-sized entrepreneurs that get stuck in uh, is that they work for their own business. Uh, think instead of thinking, how do I expand out to a different idea? How do I, so uh, one of my good friends and, and I would say he's definitely a mentor role to my mm-hmm. life as well. Uh, his philosophy is if you're an entrepreneur, uh, you, uh, you, you have an idea, right? You get an idea. Uh, create the idea, build the idea, and then uh, build a system around the idea, and then replace yourself within the idea, and let that idea run on its own. 
and mm-hmm. pay you dividends moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get a new idea, start all over. So this, this is actually, um, I guess, an appropriate way to build multiple streams of income uh, mm-hmm. by creating one idea, focusing one idea at a time. And a lot of times people think, oh, it's going to take two months for me to automate it. Well, not so. Uh, yeah. it, it, may take, it may take two to five years for you to really complete the idea and, and put it in a system format where it's running mm-hmm. on its own and it's got employees and uh, you got a manager and, and people running the show. Um, but optimally, that's, that's what I would think, in my opinion, is the best way to go about building um, multiple streams of income. Uh, is by building one business at a time, systemizing it, and replacing yourself into in it, and move on to the next project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. That's uh, yeah. that's awesome advice. I like yeah. it. I think uh, we'll call it there. I'll uh, cut the recording and we can chat after. But uh, okay. Sam, cool. thank thank you for coming yeah. on. I really appreciate the time. Absolutely, yeah, and appreciate the invite. Uh, and let me know when it goes live. I'd love to check it out. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely will.